So I was thinking, I've been thinking about cinema. Yeah. Yeah. And like cinematic franchises and Mm -hmm. 20-year nostalgia cycles and things like that. And I've realized... Is it 30 years? Well, I think it's coming up on 20 now. Like the nostalgia cycles just aren't what they used to be. They're getting shorter and shorter because we realize we have less time left. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, so nostalgia cycles. Late 70s, early 80s had Indiana Jones. Yep. That was the 50s, right? Well, it was a throwback to the 50s, which is a throwback to the 30s. Yep. So you had Indiana Jones, and then late 90s, early 2000s, you had Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. Mm-hmm. We're in the 20, 2020s now. We, we are. So can I pitch to you, Mr. Brightside, the adventure archaeologist? <laughs> Yeah, I'm Tansy. And I'm Charles. And this is a podcast where we turn songs into movies. Sometimes very faithfully, sometimes very tenuously. And three guesses what we're doing today. Uh, are we doing tenuous? Tenuous as fuck. Um, I I'm believe this be... is going to be a shorter episode than last week. It'll be a bit manic, hopefully. Um, <laughs> what do we do on this podcast? Well, uh, well I'm going to pitch a movie and Charles is going to act like a producer. Yeah. Offer some advice, offer some yays, some nays, yeah. some okays. A lot of the time it's it's just like like cackling yeah we love a cackle on this we show. love to get we, lo- we love to get ridiculous in yeah. ways that big we studios getting, often don't we're getting quite ridiculous yeah. on this one so uh i know we, dr- we dream of a better hollywood a I, weirder hollywood and i know that literally last week we had a heavy oscar isaac pitch and that oscar isaac has been in off the top of my head, probably five or six episodes of this podcast. He was in The Lost One. He was in oh, no one, Milkshake. Yeah. He was in Boy Wars 2. He was in uh, Give Christmas Tree Farm. Give Me the Night. Uh, I feel like he was probably in one of my early ones too. Yeah. Like he's just, he's around because we love that boy. Yeah. We adore the boy. Yeah. He's our favorite boy. My perfect boy. So what I'm saying is basically... Oh my God, is it going to be Oscar Isaac as Mr. Brightside? So you know like the outfit he wears in uh, fucking... I'll I'll stop you before you say whatever movie. The answer is yes. I know what Oscar Isaac is wearing. Just just in general the way they styled him in Rise of Skywalker. Hands on hips, looking like a young Harrison Ford kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 Go on for that look. Do you want? Well, because also they really tried to push him as like as the, the new Han, even though he's so clearly, even though he's so clearly the layer. He is the layer. He's absolutely the layer. But that would Welcome be gay. Weirdly specific, <laughs> weirdly specific Star Wars opinions of Dancy and Charles. So um, we're just gonna get into. I it? think we should just fucking get into do we, it. Do we? Do we want to discuss the song at all? Or uh, it's just, it's, you know what it means you to know you, Mr. Brightside. Yeah. everyone knows. If it means Mr. something Brightside. to you, then you're screaming right now. For me, the best thing about Mr. Brightside was when the Killers played at the AFL Grand Final mm. after Richmond won, and one of their players, it was his favorite song. He got up and sang, wearing his medal, Amazing. and I was like, I don't know about football, but this is a good time. Wild. Yeah. I saw the Killers live at a big day out. Incidentally, they started playing pretty much uh, when the sky opened up and it started raining. It was one of those big day outs that was on the hottest day in record. Yeah, and you were just waiting Um, for that rain. Yeah, and it happened and, you know, they're doing jealousy. And I remember being like, yeah. And then by the time I was seeing um, Animal Collective later, I was cold (laughs) because it had rained all over me. Anyway. Just like, please. 
Tell me about your movie, Tansy. Okay, so I want to Dying start enough. off yep. with an apology. Oh, no. To the nation of Colombia, because uh, that is the setting for this. I am going to fuck up your history, probably. I'm probably going to fuck up pronunciations. Just a general blanket. I am so sorry. Cool. So. I mean, you know, that will be absolutely in keeping with Indiana Jones, The Mummy, yeah. National Treasure, and yeah. everything else that's in that genre of man fine, man, man fine thing, conspiracy maybe, but, but also man fine thing, fight, fight, fight the other man, get girl. Yeah. Yeah. So. I can only hope that in this, man will fight girl and get boy instead. No. I'm um, afraid not. I'm afraid, like, in the concessions Breaking of... the streak of the number of... Oh, actually, no, to be fair, it's just my streak of, of, of gay <laughs> films. Yeah. And I'm never going to stop. No. Stay mad if you're mad. No. Be gay, do crimes, pitch movies. Yep. Okay. So, we're going to open with a little heist. Uh-huh. So, there is a priceless carved emerald, which is being transported out of Colombia to go into the British Museum. And we see these two guys getting ready to steal it. Mm-hmm. One of them is Oscar Isaac. The other one is Pedro Pascal. Yes, good, good. I already ship it. Uh, there's like, there's no character, like no character names have been mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point. But well, you they're, have they're like, you have a sneaky heist. You get like the really obvious, like we're going to take this to the British Museum kind mm-hmm. of voice. Uh, they're stealing <laughs> it. <laughs> they're stealing it out of the embassy. Uh, like, I'm not going to come up with an action sequence, but there's the action sequence yeah. of them getting in there. But you get to a point... And the, and the swap swap the thing with the rock thing. Yeah. So it doesn't trip the thing. Yeah, yeah. that kind of Indiana thing. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Dun, that, dun, dun, dun. that whole thing. Yeah. So uh, you see the Oscar Isaac character has got the priceless carved emerald thing. He's about to get out of there, but his mate looks like he's going to get rumbled. <sighs> and so at this point, the Oscar Isaac character makes a call that he will go back and get his mate, like save his mate from being rumbled in some way mm-hmm. whatsoever. Pedro's not going to die in this movie. No. Just in every other thing. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't died in The Mandalorian yet. Yeah. Let's be real. He probably will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my boy. No, um, it's not. that's not The Mandalorian. That's just Pedro yeah. Pascal. He yeah. used to die. Yeah. He was so going to die. In making in making his friend get out of there safe, and like you would learn in like yelling and hissing that that friend is named Benny. Mm-hmm. In getting Benny, Benny out of there, Benny, mostly a throwback to the mummy. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. getting Benny out of there, both the Oscar Isaac character and the carved emerald, uh, like don't get out of there. So he's locked up in a little cell in the bottom of the British embassy. And does that's... he still does he still have the gem or do they take? No, the they take the gem yeah. back. And like, this is going to go to the British Museum where it belongs. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we cut to completely different part of the city, completely different character. We're with Amelia Stote, mm-hmm. who is a British American archaeologist. Also, this is the this is the twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably should have said that earlier. It's the twenties. It's Columbia. The nineteen twenties or the twenties. The nineteen twenties. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, so this is a this this is a flashback. No, no, this whole thing is a period film. It's all set in the twenties. I thought we were doing twenty year nostalgia cycle. 
Yeah, but all that's of those like a hundred years. All of those films are set in the sort of twenties, thirties era. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So it's the golden age <laughs> of thought, archaeology. I thought we were going to get a film that was set in the nineties. No. I thought that's what you were bringing to me. No, sorry. That's cool. I'll no, live. this is the nineteen twenties. I'll live with that. Okay, okay. cool. Sorry. I'm readjusting. Um, women have no rights. Yeah. Um, uh, people of color have no rights. Yeah. I trans people have no rights, but that's still the same today. Anyway, yeah. continue. Uh, what would one just happened? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, the boom, the economic boom. Mm, yeah. The roaring twenties. Yeah, so uh, it is also golden age of archaeology. Emphasis on gold. A lot of people yeah. are like, let's go dig up some shit, find some yeah. gold. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of methodological... Let's go, let's go steal these cultural preference. artifacts because yeah. I want the gold. Yeah, definitely It's that for science, guy. but also I want the gold. Yeah, so we got Amelia Stoat, who mm-hmm. is like making her way through Bogota. Making her way downtown. I think it's pronounced Bogota, which is the capital city of Colombia. Isn't it Bogota? Bogota, that's yeah. it, yeah. You got the yeah. you got the T and the G. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, cool. I'm a dumb bitch. No, it's okay. That's what I'm here for, man. Yeah, it would uh, be your producer slash man who knows who slightly knows better me. how to pronounce Bogota. Yeah, so I mean, it's probably more like Bogota. Yeah, uh, so yeah. she's making her way through the city, downtown. making her way downtown, walking fast, faces past, past, and she's homebound. Yeah, but. <laughs> She's going to the, uh, mm-hmm. the the big museum. There's a big museum that she yep. is going to, probably part of the university too. And she's like, I I need a favour. I need to talk to your head of, like, Colombian local history, ancient history, like that sort mm-hmm. of head uh, archaeologist yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. person. Amelia Stote, very British accent but British-American. Mm-hmm. Gugu Mbatha-Raw. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I was about to ask, do we have a – do we have a yeah. – yeah, cool. I like it. I love yep. it. So she is Can't taken. Go wrong. She is taken in to see Professor Lackadaisy, who is cool. Who is played by Miriam Margulies or an equivalent. Cool. Yep. Who, you know, she invented British lesbianism. Really? Yeah. There yep. were never any British lesbians before Miriam Margulies. Fiona Shaw was just sitting there being like, "What's going to happen next?" <laughs> um, and then Miriam Margulies was like, "Hello, I'm gay," and she was like, "Ah, oh, thank God. So am I. So am I." <laughs> um, That's facts. That's gay facts with Charles. Yeah. So she's introduced to press. Professor Lackadaisy, who's mm-hmm. like, who are you? What's going on? Uh, and Amelia Stote explains that she works for an American archaeological collective mm-hmm. <laughs> who she has previously worked for in Egypt. They are not really archaeologists. They are profiteers. Mm-hmm. They go in, they dig up shit, they melt down gold. They're, they're just in it for yeah. the shiny shit, basically. Yeah. We found this this special rock, but also a lot of gold that we stole. Yeah, but also, like, it's all in our car now. Like, there's yeah. also no, like, proper repatriation of artifacts. There's no museums. Yes. Yeah. Private like collections. A, like a how it was in the bad old days. Yeah, basically. And she's like, my, my employers mm-hmm. are here because they think they've found a map to El Dorado. <gasps> And hold on, we're doing El Dorado and it's not gonna be gay? Tansy. I'm so sorry. Tansy. I'm so sorry for your loss. This is the second time I've been disappointed by a non-gay El Dorado. No, I'm so I'm so sorry. I won't interrupt you anymore. Please continue. Okay, so uh they've they've got this map, there'd be explanations of how the map is mm-hmm. actually accurate and like where they found it. I can't be bothered coming up with those details now. I'll fill in the blanks in my head. Yeah. But Amelia Stote is very worried because she's like, if they find El Dorado, or if they find anything at the end of this map, they will destroy it. Mm-hmm. They will absolutely just raise the place to the ground in search of gold and things they can steal and sell. Mm-hmm. I can't let this happen. And Professor Lackadaisy is like, we absolutely can't. I'm glad you came. Let's go to the British Embassy. Whips out a trowel. <laughs> She's like, let's fucking do this. <laughs> well, Stoke's like, 
British embassy and Lackadaisy is like, you you are a British citizen. She's like, yeah, I know, but I didn't want to get the embassy involved. At this point, you got an awkward tension in Colombia in that the US has sort of started to increase its influence uh-huh. and the British influence, which was previously like the big, like mm. civilized Watho kind of yeah, thing, yeah, 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 it's yeah. on the decline because they spent all that money on war and they're like in an economic yeah. depression and America's uh, like, yo, we got Britain. cash to spend because we spent less time yeah. in the war. Yeah, poor Britain, it owned everything and then it, after that it owned slightly less of everything. Yeah, but Professor Lackadaisy like, I have a plan, mm-hmm. come with me. <laughs> That was a that I I could I that, Thank that, you. that was a good merit. I, I wasn't Marvelous. expecting it to work, but it did. Um, sorry. Hello. <laughs> so they go to the British embassy. Uh, importantly, while they're there, mm-hmm. they're shown around by two like soldier types because mm-hmm. the British embassy has some soldier types mm-hmm. around, and they are Frank Grillo. No, <laughs> um, oh, we can have some Grillos later. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> So they are Colonel George Abbott or Corporal or like some fucking yeah, military yeah. thing, uh, who is Luke Evans. Okay, yep, 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 cool. Who is, like, the sort of in charge of the local mm-hmm, embassy mm-hmm. protection, all of that. He looks after, like, the rich Brits who are living in Colombia, probably to avoid taxes. Um, yeah, he's just generally, you know, the man in charge. Immediately falls head over heels in love with Amelia Stoat. Cool. Because can you blame cool. him? It's Gugu Mbatha-Raw. Mm-hmm. And he's immediately like, smart woman, talk good. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden he's Gaston once more. Yeah. Uh, and his offsider is Private Shaw, who I've put as Himish Patel, who was in yesterday. He was the mm-hmm. lead guy in that. Yes, yeah. Who is like. Have you seen yesterday? Yeah, I have. What did you. <laughs> it's not entirely related, but what did uh, you think? I didn't dislike it as much as most people did, but I thought it, like, there were holes in the logic of the world that broke my brain. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's that thing where the concept, if you think about it for too long. And there, like... was, there was also all this planting and payoff that didn't pay yeah. off. Where I was like, surely you're setting up the whole thing that he like he doesn't mm-hmm. remember Eleanor Rigby, and you put a lot of effort into him remembering Eleanor Rigby, and then you have him sing it, and then his friend Ellie thinks it about it's about her, and then they didn't do that, and I was like, what the fuck was all that about yeah. then? No, yeah, a lot of see, yeah, my thing, I was like, I don't hate this. This is just really fucking dumb. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, I like the parents. I really also, like the parents in that. But anyway, also just quickly, you named his character. His surname is Hobbs. No, sure. No, sorry, no so sure, but you didn't name, no, you didn't I name don't Luke Evans Hobbs. Hobbs. I'm so sorry. It's Abbott because <laughs> church is bad. So, um, like, they're both World War One veterans. They've both been sort of stationed here as kind of this, like, just do a job mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, you're ex-soldiers, you didn't have work at home. Go be yeah. embassy protection. Abbott takes it very seriously. Sure doesn't take it particularly seriously at all. Also, I've got that Shaw... It makes for a relaxing change from the war. Yeah. I've got that Shaw's kind of a Steve Irwin type, that he just, like, really likes animals, (laughs) and so he's really stoked to be in Colombia because he's like, there's so many animals! (laughs) Oh, my God, look at that! I'm going to poke it! (laughs) (laughs) Chili, gee willikers! I mean, I guess they say crikey. Yeah. Crikey. Um, Crikey! (laughs) Also, like, there were only rats in the trenches. These are so many better animals. (laughs) That looks so, spiky. I'm going to touch it. So they go to the embassy. They're greeted mm-hmm. by these guys. Uh, and Professor Lackadaisy is like, I'd like to talk to that man who was trying to steal the carved emerald mm-hmm. thing. They're like, why do you want to talk to that guy? And she's like, no reason. Uh, so they go down to the cell in the bottom of the embassy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where Oscar Isaac's character is in a cage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Professor Lackadaisy is like, 
you're quite the optimist, aren't you, thinking you can steal straight from the embassy? And he's like, yeah, I'm a, I am a bit of an optimist. She's like, do you have a name? And he's like, well, if I'm a bit of an optimist, just call me Mr. Brightside. <laughs> I think what he should say is, last name Brightside, first <laughs> name Mr. <laughs> <laughs> so from henceforth, he is known as Mr. Brightside. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's like the Han Solo. I mean, I mean, like you could not to not to edit this midway through, no, but like it. you could you could even just have her be like, well, aren't we Mr. Brightside? Mm. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. we meet Mr. Silver Lining, Mr. Brightside here, yeah. and he, it's like you got a name, and he's like, well, I Mr. guess Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. You can I like call that. me Mr. Brightside. I like that. It's like yeah. only you could see the bright side in me, insulting you. <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, so Professor Like a Daisy is like, I've got a bit of an idea for mm-hmm. you. There's a map that this group of Americans have. If you could steal it, perhaps destroy it. That would be very good for us. And, uh, you know, we could forget this whole thing with the mm-hmm. emerald. And he's like, well, where is the emerald? She's like, oh, it's gone to the British Museum. It's like, God damn it. That, but I was but, but trying also, to... I was trying to stop that from I was happening. trying to repatriate it. Yeah. I assume that's what he was trying to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And anyway, it's like, if you, if you go and steal this map, we'll forget about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well... I guess I don't really have any other option. There's yeah. no one really checking your power here. You've just thrown me in a cell for like three days yeah. and no one has I've cared been in a about cage, it. Yeah. And frankly, I've been doing just it's that. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> so they agree that he's going to go steal the map and if he can't bring it back, he will destroy it. He'll make sure that the Americans don't have that map anymore. Mm-hmm. So he is coming out of his cage and he's been doing just and it's like, fine. like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm just fine. I've been in a cage that's like half my height for weeks. Yeah. But I'm doing just fine. I'm doing just fine. So I guess I gotta, gotta be down. Yeah. So Because uh, <laughs> I want to steal that gem. <laughs> so Stoat has been previously, she's come to Colombia mm-hmm. with the group of American archaeologists. So yeah. she knows where they're staying. She talks Mr. Brightside through like where they're staying. Does he have a first name? No, it's just Mr. Brightside. Okay. Do, 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 do you know his first name? No. Or? Okay, no. No, didn't bother coming up with one. He's cool. Mr. Brightside. Well, okay. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. uh, you know, talking him through, you can get in through the balcony. Like, they were keeping yeah. the map in this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been authenticated, all of that, all those it's details. a little bit bond as well. Yeah, a little bit bond. So uh, he breaks into this yeah. hotel room, intending to destroy the map. What he finds there are multiple copies and no sign of the Americans. Mm. The Americans have already left and they've got copies of the map and they've, they've got so many that, like, you'd probably have him, like, ceremonially burning one and then just seeing that there's a shitload of them around the room and being like, ah, oh, goddammit. But I... Yeah. Uh, so he, like, goes downstairs, asks, like, hey, did, when did those guys leave? And the concierge is like, oh, they left in the middle of the night. Uh, it was very unannounced. They got picked up by this guy. Uh, and he's like, what guy? And the concierge then goes on to be like, he looked a bit like uh, like a baby chicken. <laughs> and Oscar Isaac is like, fuck me, my good friend Benny is oh working with these guys. It's my friend, the baby chicken. <laughs> Sorry. And he gets he gets that real grumpy eagle look on his face. Yeah, yeah. Really, just gets that sandy eagle look. Mm-hmm. So now, of course, we have the debate part of the script, which is what do we do? Uh-huh. The obvious answer: we got to go after them. Mm-hmm. So you've got a room. He's at like, the I British know my Embassy. best friend Benny. Yeah, you got a room at the British Embassy where you got Professor Lackadaisy, mm-hmm. Amelia Stoat, Mister Brightsides, 
Private Shaw, Mr. Abbott. Well, you probably have some military rank. Colonel Abbott. We'll call him Colonel. Um, Sergeant. Yeah, so they're something. all they're all like sitting in a room discussing this, and Miss mm -hmm. Bradside is like, "We've got to go after them." And Amelia starts like, "They've had two days head start. How are we going to go after them?" And he's like, "Be methodical about this." And he's like, "No, I want to. <laughs> I want to look on the bright side." <laughs> Poe bright side. <laughs> so anyway, they roll out the map, and he's like, "This like this map has the river." but it hasn't accounted for the floodplains. If we take shallow bottom boats, we'll be able to cut around when they have to go with the flow of the river. We'll be mm -hmm. able to cut across basically overland. We'll be able to get to El Dorado before they mm -hmm. can and like see what's there, be able to protect it, stop them from mm -hmm. destroying this priceless historic site. Uh, so at this point, they uh, they decide this is – they've put a team together and they're going to mm -hmm. go – and rescue El Dorado. <laughs> yeah, very like yeah. Avengers Assemble kind of moment. Kind of. So uh, at this point, Mr. Brightside also calls his cousin Adriana, who has boats. Mm -hmm. uh, Adriana is Yelitsa Aprizio, because of course she is. <laughs> um, and she's like, I have boats, and she's in charge of boats. Uh, she's part of the team, she's yeah. their boat girl. <laughs> She's the six, <laughs> the six underground. No one else has seen six underground. We've got to stop referring to. I don't know. I think people have seen it. Did they? I don't know. I feel like I know people that have seen it. I feel it. like there'd be more discussion of the fact that Ryan Reynolds made his billions with magnets. <laughs> He's the magnet boy. Um, yeah. Six. For those of you who don't know, was the driver. driver. He dies. Played in by the Dave Franco, scene. who dies and is replaced by a, a, a guy who shoot, shoots good shoot and good. isn't a driver. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, they all head out onto the river. They're going to get a steamer. They'll meet Adriana. They'll mm -hmm. get in these shallow bottom boats. They'll be able to cut across yeah. these floodplains. Mm -hmm. uh, you get, like, some team bonding. Professor Lackadaisy is going with them because, mm -hmm. of course, she is. Mm -hmm. She's just, like, talking about history. She's like, I brought gin. Yeah. Um, I gin. She's probably talking about history, and Amelia Stoke would start to cut in and be mm -hmm. like, that's not accurate anymore and like changing methodologies and things mm -hmm. like that and the idea that like lackadaisy is this very old idea of archaeology yeah. Yeah. so is more of a like recent hey. like leave it in the ground that's right preserve <laughs> don't destroy don't just pull gold off wall kind of person yeah. and she's seen in egypt where they were literally just like clawing gold mm. off the walls of tombs mm -hmm. uh, where it was basically just a gold hunt so, yeah i've seen the mummy movies yeah yeah so uh at this point you get like some fucking adventure scenes where they're mm -hmm. going down the river uh there is inevitably a scene where there are many alligators uh -huh, yes i think it's crocodiles actually yeah. and they have to and like shaw's like croc <laughs> that's a croc yeah and they have to like i'm a wrestler <laughs> uh they have to it's probably at some point where they are swapping from boat to boat like they've mm -hmm. gone from the paddle steamer to the smaller boats they're like smaller boats the crocs are like next to them it's at risk of upending snappy snappy uh abbott is super protective of stoke because he's been like i'm gonna marry that woman i don't <laughs> oh, care what she sake. thinks about it <laughs> marry that girl <laughs> marry her anyway um so there would be inevitably a point where she goes underwater he kind of rescues her but puts himself in more danger by doing that they and both like, then need to be rescued <laughs> Uh, there would be absolutely Oscar Isaac jumping across the like snapping yes. heads of crocodiles. Yes. <laughs> oh. But anyway, this is oh. sort of big adventuring along like the Orinoco and the Amazon to get mm -hmm. to the site. And they're probably sleeping in other 
kind of abandoned, semi-abandoned archaeological sites like old pyramids, old Mm -hmm. villages, like no one lives here anymore, but the sites are still there. Yeah. Stoke is like off her mind, excited about all of the history that's around there. I don't sleep, there's too much to do. Like a daisy is just like drinking gin constantly. She's like, want gin? She's like, we need the quinine, I need to have a tonic to keep the mosquitoes away. I I need to have tonic so I don't get malaria. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the gin, oh, that's just to make the tonic taste better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there would be a whole thing where like... Abbott is like trying to destroy things in the abandoned villages to make it more defensive and Stoke's like no don't do that and he's like but I'm a strong man and I understand don't touch the history and he'd definitely do a like how great was it when I rescued you and she'd be like was it was it really great or did did we just (laughs) Mr. Brightside jumped jumped over (laughs) crocodiles and pulled us both out and put us on either shoulder (laughs) because I firmly believe <laughs> yeah. The mother hen Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac yeah. could and would. Yeah. So you definitely also have like sexual tension going on between Mr. Brightside and Stoke because of course there uh-huh. is. Okay. Uh there would be I don't a... believe it, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a point where they're like sleeping in shifts and she's mm-hmm. like, We're archaeology, all of that. Uh and he'd be having a smoke and yeah. she'd be like, Can I just should yeah. take a drag? Because you've got to get the lyrics there. Um, and then Luke Evans wakes up and he's like, like now they go on your bed. You cry. <laughs> so, like, that's going on. <laughs> your midpoint. <laughs> now they go in a bed and I'm having a cry. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all in my head, but it's just, oh, I can't no. think of anything. Yeah. I can't think of a body part. And yeah. she's touching his thigh now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's touching his dick now. <laughs> so, midpoint of the film would be them getting to El Dorado uh-huh. and they'd have managed to just get there first. They'd Huzzah! be like, they can probably see the steam on the horizon from the steamboat that the other guys they've are got, taking. They've got, you know. Occasionally you'd cut. Half a day maybe. Also, at some point you would be cutting back to the steamboat that has the Americans. Would you like to meet the Americans? Yes, give me. Give so me, there give is, me, of course, me. Benny, which is Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And he is like their kind of fixer at this point. He's the contact. He can actually speak Spanish. Like, yeah, you've got Tennyson, who is Lynn Manuel Miranda, who is like an offsider. Why would you do that to me? He's like an offsider to the main villain, yeah. who you'll meet in a second. Why would you? Why would you do that to We've me? We've got Vanderson, who is Donald Sutherland, who is a okay. rich old man who's bankrolling yep. the entire team. He, he, uh, Snow, isn't he? Yeah, Snow from from, from the Hunger Games. <laughs> President Snow. <laughs> Uh, also from the Joe Wright Pride and Prejudice. He's the dad, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in charge of this American operation, you have Mitchell Foyle, who is... <laughs> Good name. Who is the acquisitions manager. He's uh-huh. in charge of the team. He's a Howard uh-huh. Ashman type. He likes shiny things. Uh-huh. He will look at everything in terms of its raw value, not its actual like historical yeah. significance and cost. It's Orlando Bloom. Oh. Do you know who I thought you might say? Who? Uh, Jack Davenport. Oh, God, oh, 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 I love Jack Davenport. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I feel like yeah. you're going to... Yeah, no, it's Orlando Bloom. Because you know, any time you need a, an evil toff, you're like, yeah. hey, Jack Davenport. And he's but like, also they're Americans. No. <laughs> they're Pardon. Americans. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, that's our American yeah. team. You'd see them on the boat being like, let's destroy things to get money with the bad guys. And you'd also see some vaguely like 
legal thing going on. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be sure what's happening, but you'd know that there's paperwork that's being signed that has to be, like, approved Mm -hmm. by a local manager. There's bribes going on. Anyway, we get to El Dorado at the midpoint. Yeah. And And they've got a matter of hours to prepare for this. Yeah. For Foyle's War. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got it. I did it. I'm so proud. Thank you. Um, I, I, I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> and I am, of course, speaking not to you, but my actual dad yeah. who doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. Yeah. So they reach El Dorado and it is just another abandoned city. Like mm-hmm. it's a big city. It's a beautiful city, but it is of the same vein as all of the mm-hmm. other abandoned, like sort of Aztec Mayan era, they'd probably, mm-hmm. yeah, you'd say it was some weird other yeah. mixed culture, like you'd make up a fictional culture for this yeah. probably. Yeah, to, to avoid the, to avoid the inevitable incredibly offensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's uninhabited, it's abandoned, but it is enormous archaeological wealth. No gold mm-hmm. in sight. But at the same time, there's like original paint on the walls. Like mm-hmm. for, an, for an actual archaeologist, not someone who likes shiny things, this is, like, off the chain kind mm-hmm. of find. And it's been abandoned and, like, mostly preserved for hundreds of So Amelia of years. is, like, fully frothing. Yeah. You probably also have to walk through a fucking waterfall to get in there, just like in mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. DreamWorks tasty. animated film. Tasty, tasty. So it's been protected and they're like, okay, we need to, like, we need to find a way to protect the town. And Stone mm-hmm. is like, I'm just going to go have a quick, quick look at that pyramid. And they're like, don't just walk into the... Falls through a hole in the ground, disappears. <laughs> de doy. Yeah. Uh, Abbott, Colonel Abbott is like, no, my love. And she's like, what? Uh, and you realise that she is <laughs> I just, fine. I just realised that the other funny thing to do would have been like Abbott and, and Costello. Costello. Yeah. No, no, I did both of them wrong. Um, okay. <laughs> so Stoke's like, what? And they realise she's fine. Or rather, she's fallen down a hidden mine shaft Mm -hmm. and they're like we better see what's going on with this hidden mine shaft they go down beneath the city Mm -hmm. and they find there is massive gold mines down there so it's because of course yeah so el dorado wasn't the city of gold it was the city where gold was found and then exported from technically we are the city of gold it's just that we're not a city city made made of gold yeah so they it's sort of exploring the mine system uh, and they realize that, like, the Americans are going to destroy the entire city to get to these mm. mines. Like, they won't give a shit what's on top of yeah. them. They just want to get to that sweet, sweet gold, all of that golden quartz. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah, uh, we got to, we got to. just touching the quartz now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'd probably at this point have, like, something where they've split up and then, like, start and Mr. Brightside's mm-hmm. make out for a bit because, like, confined spaces because that's yeah. how it works in films. Boo, but um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> So they're like, kind of looked around the mines. They can hear the boat. It's getting closer and closer, mm-hmm. and they realize that they're stuck in the mines. They have no way out. Uh-oh. So we we really shouldn't have been making out just then. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we probably should have. Mister Brown. Yeah, she's like, why would you do that? And he's like, I don't know. I was, I was trying to find a silver lining. Yeah. I'm trying to find a silver lining in my inevitable demise. Yeah, kiss um, me again. No. <laughs> so the Americans get there. They quickly discover these mine shafts mm-hmm. and they're like, cool, we'll just let them starve or starve them out. Mm-hmm. Take the whole place from their corpse. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And like Stoat is yelling up the mine shaft. She's like, you can't do this. There's no way you can do this. Mm-hmm. And Evil Foil is like, of course we can. 
we've purchased this entire swath of the oh. rainforest. It's legally ours, so we can do whatever the fuck we want to You're it. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. It's like, but, but all of the ancient history and everything. They're like, we don't give a fuck. Sorry, I just remembered that this is Orlando Bloom saying yeah. all of this. Yeah. Orlando <laughs> Bloom says in his seen... tone of voice accent and like yeah. Australian female voice, we don't give a fuck about ancient mm. history. Also, I just, I, like I haven't seen Orlando Bloom in a long in time. much where he played anything other than kind of a little bit British, naive and the, innocent. Yeah. You know, because like Legolas, much as Legolas in the books is a badass, mm. Legolas in those in those films was just like I've yeah. noticed a thing that everyone else has noticed, and Will Turner was a was a was a, was a little dweeb, <laughs> was a was a dumb gay twink. <laughs> I want that twink obliterated. Yeah, I can't think of any. Oh, he's anyway. in Pirates of the Caribbean Five. Yeah, well, enough <laughs> of your Pirates of the Caribbean Five pushing. It's immoral. <laughs> So I'm not sure on the exact logistics of this, but yes, Abbott betrays them. <gasps> Out of what does that mean? I don't know, but he's the snake. Yeah, so turning snakes into the sea. I thought it was the... saints. Is it I snakes? Oh, uh, maybe it is saints. I don't know. I was <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the the sea here is is lettuce and it's because they're all like you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, bing! Yeah. Explicit warning yeah. on this episode. There's an explicit warning on every no, episode. No, no, but I meant like a specific, like, yeah. if you're American, this might be. <laughs> this episode's rated C for cunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Abbott betrays them. Fucking Abbott. He's probably like, I found a way out, but it's led straight into the hands of Benny and all of the enforcers. <laughs> <laughs> His enforcers are referred to as the Jets. The Jets. <laughs> and and Mr. Brightside is rapping. just like, Benny! And he's like, sorry, mate. Like, you want to you wanna actually stop the British from stealing shit? Side with the Americans. It's like, that's not how this <laughs> no, works. No one to steal shit either, you dweeb. That's not how any of this works, you dumb baby chicken. You, f- <laughs> you dumb baby chicken, you fucking idiot. Uh, so anyway, all of the good team members are arrested mm. and they're being sent back upriver in cages, of course. <laughs> now I'm back in my okay. cage and I'm still doing just bad. <laughs> like it started Daisy. out with a kiss. How, How did it end up like this? Like a Daisy is probably like still very sourced at this point. Yeah, just like <laughs> she doesn't. Really I know don't what's know what's happening. happening. And Stokes. Where are we? Have we gotten to the thing yet? <laughs> yes, and then we left. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was unfortunate. Has <laughs> uh, so... anyone got any tonic? It's fine. I'll drink the gin. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all in their cages on a boat, being sent upriver mm-hmm. back to back to the city. And Stoat is like, no, they're going to destroy the entire historical site. You saw all the dynamite that they had. Well, wait, wait, what? And at this point you realise that Adriana has already broken out of her cage because she <laughs> can do boats and lockpicking. Yeah. Boats and lockpicking, cool. <laughs> That's right. She, yeah. yeah. She boats and lockpicking. They've added lockpicking. Like, to how do you think I got skills. all the boats? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's got the boats. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it. Earlier on, yeah. 
like Mr. Brightside would be like, I'll call my cousin Adriana. She can get us some boats. And they're like, oh, does she have a boat company? And then you just see her <laughs> picking locks and stealing all of the yes. boats. <laughs> Uh, sure. It's a it's a boat charity. Yeah, yeah. The, the lent us the boats. What's the, what's the charity called? Robin Hood boats. <laughs> <laughs> so she's gotten. The, they all get out of their cage, and it's like you know, stoked to Mister Brightside, who's probably been punched in the face at this point, because like that's what you got to do mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, straight mm-hmm. male heroes is punch them in the face at some point. It's like, how are you doing? It's like just fine. Mm. So they've got to get back up river, and yep. they've got to do it in time. They've got to get down yeah. the river. <laughs> yeah, before they river. take it all. Yeah, uh, they're rigging up all of this dynamite to destroy the entire city to get to them mm-hmm. gold mines. At some point, there would probably be some part of the plan to like get back there and also pit the Americans against each other and sow the seeds of doubt so that, like, your Lin-Manuel Miranda's like, but I'm going to get screwed out of history. Mm. And your Donald Sutherland is like, you're going to take the best cut of all of this gold. Mm. And Foyle is like, I don't trust any of you. I want all this gold to myself. Uh, <laughs> that's, that, that's not going to work for us, dude. <laughs> dude, teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream that's, work. That's not going to work because um, if you try to take all the gold, we'll probably kill you. <laughs> yep. Um, don't you know we have no moral standards? Yeah. We're here helping you try to steal ancient artifacts that don't belong to you. Yeah. So you'd have some sort of ticking clock of yep. like the dynamite being t- laid. Little ticking clock. Of, yeah. I mean, I guess they didn't have like time. To, yeah. There's, there's, it'd be a fuse. The, yeah. yeah. Um, they've got to like stop. There's probably multiple points of dynamite and they've got to put out the fuse at multiple places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to pit the Americans Video against each stuff. other. Yeah, and then Oscar um, Isaac is still hopping, yeah, hopping um, crocs. crocodiles, and it's like hopping bling, crocs left, bling, right, and center. Uh, <laughs> anyway, big action ending yep. kind of setup. Uh, lots of sequel bait. Mister Brightside will return. Uh, they is defeat- that the end? You're well, ending it fully on a cliffhanger? No, no, not like cliffhanger, but like they defeat the Americans. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, they- <laughs> you skipped over the bit oh, where they, okay. they did that. I assumed that was assumed. Uh, they'd be no. That- no, it'd be that the Americans destroy each other. They'd probably, you know that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean 3 where they're all shooting, like they're all pointing guns at each other? And it's uh, that thing of like, I don't trust yeah, you, but I don't trust you. Them. And yeah, like, sure. they're all pointing guns at each other. That sounds like a thing that would have happened in yeah. that movie. Yeah, uh, and it's like, it's not quite that they all shoot each other, but Benny probably like goes back to helping the good guys. Um, Has a change of heart when he realises that yeah. he might be about to die. Yeah, also Abbott's probably Great somehow Benny. involved in that crossfire. Like, there is big dramatic kind of ending. You think that the city is going to get exploded, but... Oscar Isaac probably throws the dynamite into a crocodile's mouth and it snaps it and fucking explodes. Fucking Peter Pan head-ass bullshit. (laughs) It is Peter Pan. This is just Peter Pan. It's another fucking Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So you would like, you'd be like, oh boy. Hook two, hooked on love. (laughs) You'd be like, oh boy, we have truly like escaped the danger here. Uh, Americans are all defeated. They burn all the maps so no one can find mm-hmm. El Dorado again, especially because if you tried to mine the gold, mm-hmm. you'd undermine the entire city and it would all mm-hmm. collapse in. You've got to save that history. You've got to stop people from finding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd have, and then like, Peter Slayer gives them all medals. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have, like, little bits of the city probably being, like, mm-hmm. taken to the university for study, like photography of the site yeah. as opposed to taking the entire site mm-hmm. away. You'd probably have, like, you'd end on Stoke and Brightside's probably, like, walking through the city, having a bit of a flirty chat, 
and at the end Stoke would be like, you didn't get paid for any of this, did you? And Mr. Brightside would be like, no, but I'm not in my cage anymore, so that's nice. And Stoke would be like, well, look, I got you something, and she'd give him the carved emerald thing from the very start. I've, I've, see, like, I thought you were going to set up that he's like, i got to get that emerald back <laughs> no, he'd and, be like, and take it to where it belongs. He'd be like, where did you get this? And she's like, well, it belongs here. That's all we need to know. Uh, and that would be like nice. your end point, and then Mr. Neat. Brightside will return in like another adventure, this sort of serial sequel bait, and that's mm. Mr. Brightside. And another new franchise for this podcast. Yeah, we are we've truly got, just franchise city here. Mr. Brightside, and we've got, we've got the boys, the, the BCU, universe. the boys, in, the boy, the boys extended universe, <laughs> the BU. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah. That yeah, that, yeah. That, so that is Mr. Brightside. Real, real satisfying ending. Thank you. Does first, I think that's the first pitch shift in a while that's had like a a not sad ending. The way you're like, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. I think it yeah. is. Yeah, all right, good yeah. guys win. We, we, we should we do some shuffle? We've definitely got enough time to do shuffle this week. Yeah, we truly do. Again, master of concision. Master of not doing a third act. <laughs> of being Just, like shit happens. I mean, I still got the. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, like, it, just to go against, like, that entire genre as well, a lot of sexual agency for mm. Stoke because it's so common in those nice. to be like, that's my girl and that's, also I... That's the yeah. other thing that I was going to say. Like, love that. Yeah. Um, but also, just so you know, if I saw that film, I'd be like, Should've I, sh- I ship Benny and Brightside. Yeah, look, you'd probably imply that, <laughs> like, it. that it was Mr. Byside. And that it's it's very much like a how could you Yeah. I thought you were my brother and yeah. it's like, oh brother in <laughs> that way my where you like, Yeah, brother in that way where you all made sex? You all made you all made sex. You know. <laughs> Tell me about the shuffle round. So the shuffle Hands round in. is where Charlie will do three super quick pitches to the artist that the film has just been pitched on. Which in this is case the killers. The killers. Who um, have three songs? Let's be honest; they got three songs I, in total. I, I know some. some oh, you killers. saw them live. You're better. Yeah. Off. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I You're didn't, better equipped to do shuffle. I didn't like definitely. see them live on purpose. I mm. wanted to go to the big day out. Yeah. I'm actually like I think part of a minority that likes their middle period. I I like, know um, Mr. Brightside when you were young and uh, somebody told me and that's it. I know the none of their other stuff songs. like Are We Human or Are We Dancer. Oh, I do know that yeah. one. But but you know. Most importantly, I love their gay murder album. Let's see what's first on the shift shop. Shot at the night. where my brain went because initially I was I was going for like there's something about like escaping or whatever mm-hmm. but so what I think it is is like kind of a like a Hunger Games-esque dystopian universe yeah like similar kind of like um but it's prom 
Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's like, you know, the people who aren't, you know, forced to fight or whatever. Yeah. could even be the Hunger Games universe. It could yeah. be the Hunger Games story. Yeah, that weird thing <laughs> um, where you're like, all my friends are killing each other and I'm yeah, a prom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're all about to be, you know, sent off to fight in the in the, in the Space in the Force wars. or whatever. Yeah. The Space Force, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the Boy Wars, in the whatever. Um, but also it's prom. Yeah. Um, and it would focus on, um, I'm going to go with uh, Keenan Lonsdale because mm-hmm. he's, he's on my brain. And um, some uh, little Nas X. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and then they and then and they fall in love and they run away together. All right, you ready for song round two? two. <laughs> song two. Woohoo! <laughs> That's a little blur joke in in there for you. Woohoo! For all y'all out there, a little little, little blur humor. <laughs> no, uh, it has shuffled upon glamorous indie rock and roll. for is a I, I guess 20s retelling of like an almost famous kind of story uh-huh. um, where we're gonna follow a, an indie band around on a on a tour as they fall in and out of love and all of that mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna yeah sorry rumors yeah I'm gonna well I'm gonna go ahead and say that most if not all of the band are women yeah cool. and most if not all of the people involved in it are women Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, yeah, um, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Lesbian, almost famous. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Uh, and for our last shoe we have Spaceman. Spaceman, which is from day and age. Yeah, man and space from that from that middle period of the Gills. Without it just being Star Wars or Guardians of the Galaxy or The Man Who Fell to Earth or, you know. Just make it all of them. Brad Astra or (laughs) Interstellar or, um, okay, potentially a little bit problematic, but whatever. Um, a, a, A man who has been deemed insane by yeah. society yeah like it's like you're crazy you can't do anything does um, he have crazy person in a movie disease uh no i think he has like actual you know okay, complex yeah, yeah. like you know psychological like, issues, i think yeah. it's it's pro- it's probably it's like you've got you've got so much bipolar yeah but it's just kind of that thing where it's like you're of no use to society fucking just yeah. just go whatever um and he um <laughs> commandeers on it's kind of set like i guess it would be set like just a little way in the future mm-hmm. where uh, like uh, in a darkest timeline where we get somehow worse space force. at yeah space force but also we get somehow worse at um dealing with people with mental illness um and what he does is he's like um i know you all think i'm crazy i'm just going through some st- i'm not crazy i'm just a little unwell um <laughs> but also he uh you know comedy is some kind of like small spaceship mm-hmm. and um Goes on travels, travels through space cool Sounds fun. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Is that just Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> a little bit, but not too much. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And he is the spaceman. He truly is the spaceman. And, and at one point he's like on the on the thing talking to – it's kind of also like the Martian. Um, he's, he's, he's talking, you know, he's flying up in there and he's like, everybody look down. Yeah. It's all in your mind. <laughs> 
Because it's a line from the song. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Shovel around. Boom. Done. 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 Nice. Where can people find more um, of your garbage? They can find more of my garbage um, in the bins outside. My, no. Um, <laughs> they can find me at uh, on Twitter at Shady. And where can they find your quality stuff? Uh, oh, yes. Um, well, yeah. This this week, I think we worked out it's yeah. in, in, in the future when you guys are hearing it. It'll be this week that my a snippet of my play, The O'Grady's, will be on at uh, MTC as part of the Cybeck Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a little, little reading along with the work of uh, some other cool playwrights mm-hmm. who I haven't met yet. Um, in, in I haven't met yet when we're recording this, but by we're the time I will have, cool. yeah, I wrote a play or I'm writing a play now, but in the future I will have written a play about a, a trans man named Charles O'Grady who pretends to be his own wife. Uh, hilarity Bye. ensues. <laughs> Yeah, Mo, the the um the alternate title is the wife guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and uh, you can see that um on two different occasions in the week that we're in now. Yeah, we'll put the details up on the internet. The inters the internet. Yeah. Um, what about you though, Tansy? Where can people find your trash, quality or not quality? I exclusively produce trash, and most of it's on my Twitter at Tansy Clipboard. Check out that Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby Dooby don't. Scooby, Please don't. Scooby Dooby do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Scooby Dooby Palpatine voice. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Um. If you um, can rate and review us, do it. Yeah. Give if us, you can. Give us a confidence boost. Just, just tell. Just tell us you like us. We yeah. would like the reviews. Um. And you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Instagram, and you can also email us at pitchshiftpodcast at gmail.com. On all of the social medias, we are literally just like pitchshift, so yeah. you'll find it. Yeah. Um, Look, we've been inside for a long time. I think it's time that we... We're going to go walkies? We should come we out of get our out, cage. We, get out, we should get out of this cage, and then, and then we'll, we'll be, be doing just fine. Just fine. Yeah. is going to take me for walkies. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye! is recorded on the Wurundjeri land of the Kulong Nation. Uh, We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and that it was never bought, sold, nor ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land.